When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Countries must ease lockdown slowly and be ready for virus to jump back. Russia reports record daily rise in cases after PM's infection. And fossil fuel firms linked to Trump get millions in coronavirus small business aid. It's Saturday, May 2. I'm Anthony Davis. Countries must lift lockdowns gradually while still being on the lookout for COVID-19 and ready to restore restrictions if the virus jumps back, the World Health Organization said yesterday. Vulnerable people in institutions, including those in long-term care facilities, prisons and migrant dormitories must be protected, its top emergencies expert Dr Mike Ryan said. Even if the virus is coming under control, communities must know to still follow physical distancing and high hygiene measures and testing of suspect cases must continue, he said. The WHO recognises the difficulty for governments to maintain lockdowns during the pandemic for social, psychological and economic reasons, Ryan said. Even as some Western countries begin easing lockdowns, there are worrying trends of spread in countries from Haiti to Somalia and Yemen, Ryan said. He also cited Sudan, South Sudan, Syria, Yemen, Afghanistan, Sierra Leone, Central African Republic and a serious cluster in Kano, northern Nigeria. After Donald Trump claimed he had seen evidence that the virus may have been man-made in a biotech lab in the Chinese city of Wuhan, Ryan reiterated that scientists examining its genetic sequences have assured the WHO that this virus is natural in origin. The WHO Director General also gave a robust defence of his and the WHO's timely actions in declaring the coronavirus an international emergency at the end of January. The January 30 declaration was made in enough time for the rest of the world to respond because at that stage, outside China, there were only 82 cases of infection and no deaths, he said. Russia on Friday reported a record daily rise in the number of confirmed coronavirus cases, a day after Prime Minister Mikhail Mishustin announced he had been diagnosed with the new virus and was temporarily stepping down to recover. The nationwide case tally rose by 7,933 cases and now stands at 114,431. Mishustin told President Vladimir Putin on Thursday that he had been diagnosed with the virus and would self-isolate. The first deputy prime minister will serve as acting prime minister in his absence. 
Mishustin, who has been one of the main coordinators of Russia's response to the virus, was the first high-ranking Russian official to publicly say they have the virus. On Friday, another member of the Russian cabinet construction minister, Vladimir Yakushev, announced he had been diagnosed with the virus and he would be treated in hospital. Dmitry Volkov, one of his deputies, also tested positive for the virus. Russia's outbreak got off to a slower start than many other countries, but cases began to sharply rise last month and on Thursday surged past the 100,000 mark. Although Russia is rising up the table of nations with the highest number of confirmed cases, it has so far recorded far fewer deaths than many of the hardest-hit countries. The world's largest country by territory, Russia has been on lockdown since Putin announced the closure of most public spaces in late March to limit the scope of the virus to spread. Putin and the cabinet have been holding remote meetings to avoid contact. U.S. fossil fuel companies have taken at least $50 million in taxpayer money they probably won't have to pay back, according to a review of coronavirus aid meant for struggling small businesses. A total of $28 million is going to three coal mining companies, all with ties to Trump officials, bolstering a dying American industry and a fuel that scientists insist world leaders must shift away from to avoid the worst of the climate crisis. The other $22 million is being paid out to oil and gas services and equipment providers and other firms that work with drillers and coal miners. More than 40 Democratic lawmakers have argued that fossil fuel companies should not get any assistance under the coronavirus aid package. Some Democrats have also warned the forgivable loans being made under Congress's Paycheck Protection Program could be a transparency disaster. So far, it's clear the programme is not working as intended. Among the coronavirus aid recipients is Halidor Coal, an Indiana-based coal mining company that hired Donald Trump's former environmental chief, Scott Pruitt, as a lobbyist. The company's former government relations director now works at the Energy Department. Halidor is taking $10 million to fund two months of payroll and other expenses. Coal mining company Rhino Resources, which was formerly run by Trump's Mine Safety and Health Administration head David Zaitzalo, is receiving $10 million. Coal firm Ramico Resources, whose CEO Randy Atkins is on the Energy Department's National Coal Council, is getting $8.4 million. The Trump administration has also rescinded nearly all of the environmental and climate protections the fossil fuel industry has opposed. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? 
On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern-day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found, and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.